Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Well, it is officially spring, score one for the good guys, which means warmer weather, which means you don't need as heavy a clothes. So maybe you may want to lighten up your wardrobe a little bit by head over to Leon Tailoring. That's right, maybe a nice spring jacket or maybe a nice pair of slacks or trousers or perhaps a nice spring dress uh, for the ladies in our audience. No matter what it is, Leon Tailoring can take care of all your spring needs. So spring on over Leon Tailoring. Larry, Norm, Kim, and Judy, happy to see you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown. Indianapolis. So next we'll have the revenue forecast with uh, Krista Ricci and Hari Razafemdramanana. I get it? Okay. Good morning, Mr. Chairman, members of the State Budget Committee. Um, my name is Krista Ricci. I'm the Senior Fiscal Analyst for the Senate Republican Caucus, and I'm joined today by Hari Raza Findramanana, Chief Economist of the um, Tax and Revenue Division at the State Budget Agency. Now that you've seen the economic forecast by Mr. Jackson, Hari and I are here today to present you with an updated state general fund forecast for state fiscal years 2023, 2024, and 2025. First off, I wanted to give a little background on the revenue process and how the state of Indiana forecasts our revenue. The purpose of the Revenue Technical Committee is to select the statistical equations that are used to forecast state general fund collections for each tax type. Once the equations are selected, the economic variables are provided, that are provided by S&P Global Market Intelligence, um, who you just heard from, are plugged into the equations in order to predict state general fund revenues for this state fiscal year and the upcoming biennium. This forecast process is collaborative and has worked very well for the state of Indiana for many years. Most importantly, this is considered a consensus forecast, which means that um, this is um, each of the members of the Revenue Technical Committee all agree that this forecast is our very best effort at projecting state general fund revenues. The Revenue Technical Committee is a six-member bipartisan committee that contains members of both the legislative and executive branches of government, much like the Budget Committee membership itself. Besides Hari and me, the members of the committee include Susan Preble, fiscal analyst for the Senate Democrats, Eric Gonzalez, fiscal analyst for the House Republicans, Ben Tooley, fiscal analyst for the House, uh, House Democrats, <laughs> sorry about that, Eric Gonzalez, fiscal analyst for the House Democrats, um, Ben Tooley, <laughs> fiscal analyst for the House Republicans, Dr. Dagny Falk from Ball State, who's the committee's independent economist. Um, the committee also has support from Hari's team at the State Budget Agency, as well as the nonpartisan um, Legislative Services Agency. Many of these individuals are here today, and all of their assistance is critical um, to this process. I would like to take a moment to thank each of the individuals here for their um, that helped for their contributions and expertise. They work very hard to ensure that the state of Indiana has the best and most accurate forecast possible. I would also like to take a moment to thank each of the State Budget Committee members for their continued support of the committee's independent and nonpartisan process by which the state forecasts state general fund tax revenues. 
Um, next, I wanted to give a quick overview of the major revenue sources performance year to date through the month of March for state fiscal year 2023. As you can see, sales and income tax revenue collections are trending ahead of the December 2022 forecast and the same period for fiscal 2022. Corporate income tax revenue collections are trending above December 2022 forecast and below the same period in fiscal 2022. Finally, state general fund revenues year-to-date are 2% above the December 2022 forecast and 4.9% above the same period in fiscal 2022. Um, within this forecast, there are several economic factors that we need to consider as outlined in this slide. Mr. Jackson touched on many of these and these are the broad economic trends that are driving the outcomes and overall direction of the state's forecast. Um, this slide summarizes each of the major revenue models and variables within those models to achieve the forecast for the largest three general fund sources. For sales tax, we have two equations, one for the gasoline use tax and another for the remaining sales and use tax. Um, individual income tax, we look at separate equations for withholdings and estimated payments. And for the corporate individual income tax, we have one equation forecasting corporate adjusted gross income. And once again, this slide represents all of the variables used in each equation. The committee selects the equations. However, the economic data that's ultimately used within those equations to forecast state revenues are provided by S&P Global Market Intelligence. Um, and then please note that none of these models changed. All of the variables are the same as the December 2022 forecast. Um, this slide contains the major tax policy changes incorporated into the forecast. The revenue models themselves forecast the tax base for each tax type. And then after the tax base is forecast, the actual amount of revenue is adjusted for legislative changes made to tax rates, tax distributions, um, to the general fund and other policy changes made by the General Assembly. The out-of-model tax policy changes incorporated into the forecast include the ongoing FIT rate reduction, um, the gasoline use tax distribution change through which state general fund portion continues to decline until it's 0% in fiscal 2025 and each um, state fiscal year thereafter, um, the sales tax from remote sellers, the individual income tax rate reductions passed during the 2022 regular session, as well as timing impacts from Senate Bill 2 from this current 2023 legislative session, which includes when payments are made in 2023 and refunds are claimed in 2024, which overall is estimated to be a net zero fiscal impact to the state. This slide highlights some of the additional out-of-model adjustments that um, were needed to incorporate revenues that are not captured within the model equations themselves or historical data sets. These include the repeal of the utility receipts tax beginning July 1 of 2022, gaming dynamics including sports wagering which started in fiscal 2020, and a 20% adjustment for marketplace facilitators legislation and Wayfair Supreme Court decision. Um, the committee wanted to highlight a couple of economic trends within salaries and wages that are driving this forecast. For example, um, Indiana wages and salaries are projected by S&P Global Market Intelligence to increase in 2023, 2024, and 2025. 
In terms of the Indiana wages and salary growth rate over prior year, the growth in 2023 is estimated to be lower than it was in 2022, but both years are estimated to grow over the prior year. And growth in 2024 as well as 2025 is estimated to see year-over-year -year growth in line with more historic levels. Um, and then the prior year S&P 500 index of common stocks, which is a variable in both the individual and corporate income tax models, has been increased pretty significantly compared to the December 2022 forecast data, um, as demonstrated by the orange line as compared to the blue line. So now the moment everyone's been waiting for, I'm going to go over all of the major revenues by type. For sales tax, 2023 is estimated to grow 539.6 million or 5.4% over 2022, and the April 2023 forecast is adding 47.6 million or 0.5% compared to the December 2022 forecast. The forecast is adding 183.3 million or 1.7% in fiscal 24. Um, and 17.2 million or 0.2% in fiscal 25 compared to the December 2022 forecast. For individual income tax, April 2023 forecast is adding 129.6 million or 1.7% compared to the December 2022 forecast. The forecast is adding 156.9 million or 2% in fiscal 2024 and 292.9 million or 3.7% in 2025 compared to the December 2022 forecast. And for corporate income tax, the April 2023 forecast is adding 65.3 million or 5.8% compared to the December 2022 forecast. The forecast is adding 176.6 million or 14.9% in fiscal 2024 and 204.5 million or 17.4 million in fiscal 25 compared to the December 2022 forecast. Um, for gaming taxes, the April 2023 forecast is adding 17.4 million or 3.7% compared to the December 2022 forecast and adding 800,000 or 0.2% in fiscal 24 and remains unchanged in fiscal 2025 compared to the December 22 forecast. For all other taxes and revenues, the April 2023 forecast is adding 126.6 million or 11.1% compared to the December 22 forecast and adding 60.7 million or 4.8% in fiscal 24 and 26 million or 2.1% in 25. So in total, general fund tax collections for fiscal 2023 in April, 20, the April 2023 forecast is adding 386.4 million or 1.9% uh, more than the December 2022 forecast. For fiscal 2024, the April 2023 forecast is adding 578.5 million or 2.7% more than the December 2022 forecast. And for fiscal 2025, the April forecast is adding 540.4 million or 2.5% more. And then here's the chart that everyone's used to seeing that has the compilation of all of the numbers that I just went through. Um, for our viewing public and people here in the audience, all of these documents um, are or will be available on the Budget Agency website. And thank you, Mr. Chairman, members of the committee. Hari and I are happy to answer any questions you may have. Questions from the committee? Chair sees none. So thank you very much for your presentation.
This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.